It looks like they are hooking potentially or just like swinging, you know, kind of as well. Like there's like mm-hmm. a moment where like you two for the price of one, buddy. We are both hot. And they're like, yeah, 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 yoinks, uh, zoinks. Yes. OK. <laughs> Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide Disco Citizens, the podcast where gore hounds and best friends Terry Gamble and Julia Marchesi break down a different horror movie each week, exploring a multitude of genres, sub-genres, and sub-sub-genres, classic and cult, international and underground flicks alike, determining which films are the goriest, and offering up horror movie survival guide tips to, to help, help you stay alive. Hello, Disco Citizens. Welcome to another fine episode of Horror Movie Survival Guide. We are entering another round of one of our favorite Sub sub genres. Julia, tell the kids. <laughs> it's time for some lesbian vampires. This is our third round of lesbian vampire movies, and we are not even scraping the bottom of the barrel by any means. Like like the smallest little chip tip of the iceberg, like literally like a little ice cube off the top of the iceberg. There are so many. I my algorithm on Tubi is mostly this now and like classic musicals. Um and like documentaries about Satan, but like, <laughs> go figure. That's all I'm getting fed. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is what we want. So we hope that you will enjoy it. It's something that we very much enjoy talking about, and like, this is a, something that we've really become very, very passionate about. This sub sub genre. It's really a specific aesthetic that I think really speaks to both of us. And so. people are kind of astounded because they're like, oh, what do you guys? And I'm like, I tell them, and they're like, oh, is that a thing? And I was like, yeah. And then you don't when, even know. And then I give them like a few and they're like, oh, my God. I was like, uh-huh. What else do you want? Like, I got I, I can send you a list. Like, I, I we got tips. We got lists. As you know, me and Julia love a list. We got more. <laughs> yeah. You want lesbian vampires. We got a, we got a, a bunch of them coming your way uh, in the next few weeks. So uh, let's start with 1974's Vampires with a Y. The title of this episode is She's My Girlfriend. The tagline, no, Terry, this is what I call a tagline. Fran and Miriam are lesbians. They have a stranger passion, a stronger passion. It is an unnatural lust for the blood of all men. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's what I want out of a tagline. That's what I'm talking about. I am hooked. Yeah. And they're like, they they tell you straight up, this is what you're going to get. And you're going to get it within the first man two seconds i mean amazing like i was like oh like i've restarted the movie because i've watched it before this is one of the ones that was on my tubi feed that was like to give me just give me more of these movies and i stopped this one i was like julia i was like we i i have i have some suggestions for this round and this is my number one pick i am so glad i was nothing will delight me more than opening on two incredibly beautiful women uh from the 70s making out into it uh naked in bed just naked, naked, naked people in bed, Julia, one of Julia's favorite things. Uh-huh. Um, just 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 talking and then then just kissing. Um, but then all of a sudden, oh, you know, because it's uh 1974, uh, these uh ladies are gonna get murdered at the beginning. They're gonna get shot terribly, bloody, bloody shot. So uh we should back up and mention this was written by Diana Durbernay and Thomas Owen and written and directed as well by Jose Roban Lares. So this is what I want out of a horror movie, like within the right, because within the first minute, you're like, okay, hooked. Yes, please. 
Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Like, that's hot. That's oh, my God, they're covered in blood. And it's like not like a lot of 70s movies, you know, like sometimes the blood is not does not look real at all. This looks like this is good blood. Um, uh, and then I'm we a- get that vampire credit card, title card at the, at the at that moment too, and I'm obsessed with this title card. I want to tattoo, champagne tattoo, poppy. Uh, talk to me. I want to get this as my next tattoo. We're gonna stop by the studio I, again. I would love to be there to watch that. That would be amazing. It's such it's so incredible. Uh, I'm gonna blow your mind a little bit with this movie, Terry, because I don't know if you noticed this, but. The movie, the house in this movie is also the house from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was going to say, because I wrote my thing. I was like, over at the, literally my first note is over at the Frankenstein place. It, I was like, they're driving is. up. It's over at the Frankenstein place opening. It's like the exact same. It is. The, like, think about like when they open the door and there's the staircase that goes right up and like that goes around like Dr. Scott goes to the whole thing. Like it's that watching this movie, knowing that made it so much more fun because I'm like, oh, it's the same universe. Like there's in this same parallel weirdness. And I love that. Like this They're is what happens. <laughs> like the house is abandoned, right? So this is what happens after Rocky Horror when everybody leaves, even though I know it could blow up, but we can believe. Yeah. So um, pretty, pretty great. Um, so we cut to after that beautiful title credit with the awesome, I love the the script writing that they use and I'm definitely going to get a tattoo of, um, a man checking into a hotel single man um and the clerk is like why do i feel like i know you you seem like an old client i've seen you before and gives his little thinking face with his little pencil <laughs> i i'm i'm con- i will say sometimes as much as i love the sub sub genre there are, it does get vague from time to time and for this i don't understand this who is he supposed to be? Why does the guy recognize him? We never learn anything about that. Why do we even bother showing him checking into the hotel? Just have him pick him up in the fucking car. Okay, so I think because the time is out of time, however it is, like, I don't know. I think, like, I don't know. Does he come okay. back? <laughs> does he come back and shoot the vampires later? Like, is that is the, he the guy? Is he the one who shot the vampires? It, he ended up turning, right? Because they played that weird game with him. So and he's like, I don't have luggage. I just I think he just brings a gun and he has this like eye drops. I feel like the time continuum. Who knows? I made up my own thing. But honestly, I don't really care about the plot in this movie. Okay, It's all vibes for me anyway, too. But yeah, I mean, that's that's something about this is kind of thing is like you could just kind of go through it and watch it. You could probably turn the sound off and just watch it and it would be an absolute delight. I mean, the wallpaper in this movie just by itself is. Julia's, Julia's dream. Um, so a couple drives down a road um, with their little camper and like their little car and they're um, doing the, the typical couple thing. We're like, oh, just here. And the girl's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, get the map out. You know, back in the day, we needed to get the map, figure out you're in the right place, especially those old English roads in the countryside. It's like, who the fuck knows? I do not know how people drive in those. I mean, it's like. I know. And like when you have a camper, you're taking your life into your hand, right? This So this is no John. No room for anything on those roads. <laughs> no. John played by Brian Deacon and Harriet played by Sally Faulkner. And they are the most adorable, like newlywed couple going on their little adventure that she can doesn't really want to go on. And But she just seems like a very suspicious person from the beginning. Like she well, I think what she she's suspicious feel right of. About. Well, there's something about how that lady looked in her eyes. Uh, so there's something I think that stirred in her. <laughs> yes, they, 
<laughs> they passed the they passed the two ladies. Uh, this is Fran and Miriam, so Anoka and Marianne Morris, who were just standing on the side of the road, and one of them, Fran, was standing out on the road, and then Miriam was hiding behind a tree, and it really unsettled Harriet. She's like that was weird. Why was the other one hiding? Well, only because John saw one, and she's like, no, 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 there were two. There's one hiding. That's weird. He's like, well, maybe she's just letting her friend try to get the ride and like they'll figure it out. He's like, why are you so worried about them? And he does that thing what guys do that try to like calm our fears. But, you know, sometimes we get these spidey senses, ladies, you know, in your bodies. And like you're just like, OK, but that's still strange that she would be back there crouching and they're, you know, um, looking a little suspicious. So but he's like, no, it's just don't worry about it. They're just trying to hitchhike. You know, don't worry about it too much. So, so they end up parking mm-hmm. right by the house and the house really creeps her out. Uh, they She sees someone in the middle of the night put their hand on the window and she freaks. And again, he's like, oh, it's fine. You were dreaming. Uh, the next morning. Not just the, the window, the window of their camper. And it's a bloody yeah. hand. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. I would like if you just saw a hand far away on a far window. This is like on their little camper. And she also wakes up to um, to like a scream and stuff, too. So anyway, it's there's a lot going on. Um, also, they are in the mm-hmm. morning. They are eating Sultana Bran, which made me so happy. I had no idea that existed. And me too. Yeah. I looked it up as well. I was like, "What the heck is Sultana Bran?" Well, of course, we're looking at old food labels and getting excited. And I knew Julia would be down for that. It's raisin bran, but in the UK. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, amazing. I love the just the little things that make me very happy. Those little differences. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the. Uh, the man we met at the hotel, Fred, uh, I'm sorry, Ted, Ted, mm-hmm. Ted uh, is picked up by friends. So they have this little racket going on where they pick up gentlemen and just take them back to the, They it's always a single gentleman and they always lure them back to the house. Can you give me right back? And yeah. there's no man on earth who's going to say no to that, right? They, they're dressed provocatively. It looks like it's fucking cold outside. And mm-hmm. then they're like, you know, they need a, a little assistance and maybe we could take them back inside. It looks like they are hooking potentially or just like swinging, you know, kind of as well. Like there's like mm-hmm. a moment where like you two for the price of one, buddy. We are both hot. And they're like, yeah, 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 yoinks, uh, zoinks. Yes. OK. <laughs> um, and so each morning, though, Harriet notices that the women um, there's a bell toll and it's really early in the morning and the women are walking through the graveyard and she talks to John like, hey, it's weird. And then um you know, there's, you know, there's a lot going on. And then we also see an ambulance um, and a, a dead man from that was from the hitchhike before uh, who, yeah, he doesn't but look looks good. like the car is all smashed up. So mm-hmm. he looks like he's just been in an accident. So you can't tell yeah. his drained of blood. So yeah. a friend leads Ted inside and tells him no questions and no explanations. And they scrump. And well, he, he asks, he says, you don't look like you're English. What are you? And she's like, if I told you, you... And he's like, does this kind of thing excite you? And he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Into it. She yeah. is leagues, leagues, way out of his leagues. Like just so much more. And he, this actor, all of the kissing in this movie was weird. Like the girl on girl kissing looked like they were being paid to do girl on girl kissing. They and were. then the way he kissed <laughs> was so fucking like tongue slobbery, like all his open mouth. I he was just, like, he was he was like ravenous for her. And I think that's what he was trying to show. Do you know what I mean, though? Like for her um, and the way that he they handled each other. It's like animal sex between these two. Yeah. Like you can tell like it's like something otherworldly. And he just looks like he's like she's a succubus. He looks so drained and she just looks like a luminous goddess. 
um, you know, through this like um, sex that they have. And and before they hooked up, he noticed that like, she'd given him wine that was like this amazing vintage and like all this stuff. And he had noticed this like knife, this antique knife on the counter um, that has, you know, over, you know, as they sat by the fireplace and noticing a lot of very old antiques in this random room. And um, I don't like you know, those statues on either end of the fireplace. You mean the um, the pillaging of the uh, British Empire? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean that. I mean, also, they're just creepy and have a strange stance and I wouldn't want to wake up with them in my room. Correct. And all the things in that room was like pillaging of the British Empire. It was just like stuff from the Orient and all that. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, anywho. Um, so um, also just shows like maybe how old these ladies are. Who knows? Um, but uh, her gown is gorgeous before he disrobes her. Like it's got those I, silvery straps. I have nothing but delight for all of the costumes in this movie. The capes they're wearing, everything. Uh, this is Dulcie Midwinter. That's a fantastic name. Who is the boy did wardrobe for this movie. And Beautiful. it is gorgeous. I mean, this is part of what we go to these movies for is to see mm -hmm. gorgeous women in like diaphanous gowns running in the wind and it, their hair blowing. Right. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, hello. Yeah. Hello. Um, and, even, and even Harriet's little like kind of cutesy, like um, 1970s uh, yeah. didn't know she's a lesbian, lesbian chic. Looks. Yes. Like I was just like, girl, I can't, I can't with the culottes, the culottes. I can't. She kept reminding me of Olivia Coleman. Yes. Like a seventies. Yes. She definitely has that vibe. Very. And also feels very like, you know, could be either way too. Yeah. Um, very, very the favorite. Um, and so um, he keeps asking her while they're hooking up, even though they're having this amazing chemistry, like, and he's looking fucked up drained. Um, like, are we alone? He keeps thinking he hears someone else in the house. Uh -huh. um, and she's like, no, 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 we're alone. And she cuts his arm like in this, in the like the little crook of his arm and it like where his like elbow bends on the inside. And I was like, oh, the way she's licking that looks like she didn't want to do a neck. I found it very cool that it looks like she tries to lick a machine. Mm. Looks like she's going down on his arm because oh. she does not want to do a neck, which I always find it's interesting where they do the like placement of the bites or whatever, like in like yeah. Carmilla and like the vampire lovers, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like it's in kind of different spots depending on like how the woman wants to interact with uh, with the, the kills. So he pieces out. Uh, comes to the camper and and has like, can you patch me up? So he meets Harriet and John, and he looks pretty sick. So John, um, John, and again, John's like, oh, it's fine though. He's fine, like whatever. And she's like, he came for that house. Clearly, something happened. Why are you not suspicious? But also, but then, like, John's like, people do wild things and crazy shit happens during sex sometimes. Like, he's like also like on the thing of like, he's hungover. He partied too hard there. Like, why are you asking? Like, maybe they are hookers. Like, do you know what I mean? They're like, uh -huh. or sex workers. Like, it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, he he's acting more like the lad who's like, oh, they had a hard night at the club, you know? <laughs> and right. like, he just needs a kebab and uh, and some a coffee. A beer and a bab. Yeah, a beer and a bab and like, move on. Like, he needs, you know, and like. Oh, I miss those babs. <laughs> so Terry and I used to live in, in England together. That's where we met in Norwich. And there was a, a club that everybody used to go to called Liquid. That was where everyone went. And across the afterwards, this and this is a thing that I never, I've never really seen in America, where there's a kebab shop directly across no, from the club. No, we have hot dogs. We have, we have hot dogs. We have hot dog carts. We have more hot dogs sold in, in, in America than any other country and okay. California specifically. 
is one of the capitals. I would prefer a kebab mm-hmm. shop where they oh, just yeah. load you up with that like giant kebab. And then there's all these drunk people who are standing around like just destroyed from kebab after clubbing. falling out of their faces. Amazing. <laughs> like, just, just the people watching alone for that was astounding. Because people, British people, I love them, but they're like to get smashed well it's like you know it's it's a it's a drinking it's a drinking culture so it's a it's a very different different vibe uh as far as how hard people will go to and in university especially they're just like let's get fucked up <laughs> damn let's get pissed wicked pissa okay so anywho um so john's acting like he's acting like that kind of a lad where he's just like yeah. oh he, he partied like why are you asking all these questions I feel like you're being trying to stick your nose in business that you don't need to be sticking it in because she ends up asking him like, hey, like who lives? Does anyone live in that house? And he basically doesn't give her a real aunt. Ted doesn't give her a real answer. Like, I'm trying to figure that out myself, he says, you know. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to the house because he is bewitched and ends up falling asleep in the car when friend comes back with Miriam and their next victim. And they're like, oh, OK, well let's have a party then and just kind of roll with it. And I guess after you've been living for this long, you probably would. Yeah. And so they decide to make it a, make it a, 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 a true party um, with uh, this guy, uh, Rupert. Um, and so they have, you know, a, a full night of fun and, 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 you know, um, hanging out and we see the knife again and we see like the, their, the whole process. We get to see it over again. Um, also noticed that his watch had stopped working. He's trying to figure out the time because he'd asked the um, Harriet, Ted had asked Harriet and uh, John the time while he was there. But he realizes none of the clocks in the house work either. Like they're all stopped. Yeah, I've never heard of that before having to do with being a vampire is you're like stopping people's watches. But I think that's interesting. So they can't tell what, how, when they're, when, how they're, you know, it's like being in Las Vegas, right? You're like You have no idea what time it is. Fucking no clocks and the, and the sky is all weird and you just don't know what, what the, the atmosphere is all, all fake and, and strange. That's what happens um, when you grow up in a place like that, Terry. That's what happens. <laughs> but also the house is like a full labyrinth and stuff like that, too. So, um, you know, it's even hard to get out of there when he'd first walked in there with her the night before. Like, it was like, he was like, where are we going? Like, how far are you going to walk me? Um, so, yeah. So, uh, and no phone in the house either. No phone in the house. So we learned Mary, um, Fran straight up says that Miriam's her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Miriam goes away with her boyfriend. And uh, Ted says, I don't understand you to Fran. And she says, don't try to. And I go, yeah. I like that. She's yeah. told him straight up the whole time. Yeah. She's like, we're basically going to have hot sex and that's about it. Okay, thanks. Yep. And then she starts very, very delightfully licking the blood out of his wound on his arm. Uh, like then, a pussy. Yeah, but then we cut to Rupert, who Rupert is just a bloody convulsing mess. I don't know what Miriam did to him, but she fucked him up. Well, first Miriam's in the hallway and Fran like gets up. She's like, oh, something's just going down because she like basically like sexmatizes um, Ted so she can leave him in the room because he's just like spent. Um, and she pulls enough out of him to make him just like fall back asleep and pass out after he's like, you've intrigued me. And she's just like, yeah, I intrigue you. Bye. Um, <laughs> and so um, Miriam looks like maybe that like Rupert fought back with her or tried to do something where she wasn't able to finish her job or do what she needed to do. So Fran goes to help her. So the girls end up sucking all of his blood out together. Uh-huh. Hot, hot, hot. Um, suck and make Into out. It. This is what mm-hmm. I this is. It does what it says on the tin. Lesbian we vampires. This is what you want. Hot. So they have a little bit of a harder time disposing this one and they end up covered in blood. But you know what? When you're covered in blood with your girlfriend, what are you going to do? Take a shower together. 
and have sexy, sexy time in the shower. So pretty sexy, sexy. They shower together and Miriam tells friends, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you stringing along this guy, Ted? Like, just kill him already. Like, that's not what we do. Like, we 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 run him and dump him. Right. But she's and, like, oh, I'm having fun. And mm-hmm. do you know what I like about this movie is that the police keep finding crash cars with dead people inside. But we never get a fucking cop character coming in to be like, hey, what's with all these accidents? This is weird. They they don't do it. And I'm they like, thank you. Drunk drivers and like they're like, oh, just here to get the body. Chuck it. Um, I also like the shot too in this in the shower because it's like a voyeur view and you're like, feels mm-hmm. like someone is like, I figured you would like that too. I was like, mm-hmm. when I saw this movie too, I was like, Julia. It's because mm-hmm. it's like, it looks like you're looking through like some lattice like to cut into the scene where they're in the shower and it's just. You get some uh, like De Palma POV nastiness. Yeah. Totally, totally peeping Tom style. So, um, yeah. So, so um, Ted sees them find Rupert's body, but still goes back to the house again. And now he comes back to Snoop, but he get locked in the cellar. And Fran and Miriam come across Harriet and says, uh, Fran touches Harriet's forehead and says, I always knew we'd find each other by this mark and touches her forehead, which I don't understand at all. There was nothing on Harriet's forehead. We never talk about that again. What the fuck was she talking about? So later on in the movie, she kind of squeezes her forehead. Yeah. Kind of like that. And the thing that she has looks like a little bit of like a vagina. Okay. I don't know how to respond. It's stretchy. It's stretchy. Watch it again. Because I was trying to watch for that this time. Because I was like, I don't know what that meant either. But also like she was painting the castle. She was like, you know, like sitting out there by the water. She's very, she's been following them. She's been like, like also like compelled to them um as well i, in I thought it way. meant that like they were she was going to become a vampire as well but she's yeah. like oh this is what you know we're supposed to be together kind of thing mm-hmm. but not what happens so they mm-hmm. let ted out of the cellar but then friend drugs him and then they start to drink him and then miriam joins in and then they have kissing bloody time and then harriet breaks into the house and uh finds them but sleeping before that in I, the cellar. Sorry. I love this moment too sorry before we get to that when um they have Ted and like they're, you know, all blah, 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 blah. And, oh, when he tells them when he gets them out, when she gets him out of the cellar and he's like, did you know your friend Rupert? He passed away. He was had a car accident. And the girls go, oh, and Fran has the most deadpan delivery of that's terrible. Poor Rupert. And just like, <laughs> like yeah. the, er, the dead eyes and like them not even giving a fuck about this guy being dead is just like probably one of my favorite moments in the rewatch because I just was like, oh, they are so cold. Yes, they have lost. They have lost emotions for that for a long time. Yeah, ago. like not a not a not a not a wink, not a not a thought. Uh, so. so John finds Harriet sneaking into the house, pulls her away. Ted is in trouble. They have both sucked most of the blood out of him, so he is not doing good. Uh, but the girls find some new hitchhiking blood. This wine connoisseur was a delight. I loved this guy. He was having so much fun, and he like this is exactly what I wanted from this character. Good job. This is He's uh, perfect. I don't know what Playboy. There's not okay. Anyway. Amazing. He's freaking perfect. He's so funny. Um, so this guy is like loves the wine that they're serving up to him and was like, oh, trying to figure out which vintage. And so he's just like, yes, I think it's this, this. Oh, no, from this region and blah, blah, blah. He's that bitch. You're just like, this is sideways. Um, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just looks, you know, very confused. But it's great. I love um, 
I love, yeah, love. Live, love I, I don't, what, what is the deal with this wine? Are they, were they winemakers when they lived in Hungary? I mean, Romania? Why, they like skirt around how fantastic, like this wine feels like it's very important in this movie, but I can't tell why. But I like it anyway. But he's so yeah. happy. And he's uh, like, he's, this is my dream. Yeah. I have wine and not like this wine cellar. I have these beautiful companions. Um, you know, like it's like, this is literally it. He's like, I can't wait to tell my chums. And I'm like, oh, you will never tell your friends. No. <laughs> You're about to die. Uh-uh. But he does get a three-way makeup party before he gets bitten. So at least there's that. Yeah, Fran grabs his face and the way they kept grabbing each other's hair, the girls like killing me, uh-huh. killing me. But small. he also notices his watch has stopped um, yes. after he's drinking enough. So I think that's when it happens or something. I don't know what they have. Maybe it's in the wine. I don't know. I don't know the lore, but I love I love the ambiguity. I'm OK with it, too, because um, I just want to watch them make out again. Mm-hmm. And he says life's too short and they just, you know, get into it. So yeah. uh, they stab him real bad kill mm-hmm. him drink him uh mm-hmm. ted ends up escaping and makes his way back to the camper so john again don't, this is always like a don't split the party kind of thing yeah you know, where john's like i'm gonna take the car you stay here with him i'm like, you have a camper he says you can he's attach. gonna warm up the car yeah he's like but i think he was gonna go by himself he's like you stay here i'm gonna go do this thing because like why would I you just not just hook the camper the to because the camper's parked next to the car Right, right, but I like thought he was just, I thought up. he said he was warming up the car and then mm. they were going to bring him in there and that's what I thought he said. I can go back and review the tape. It's okay. I thought he said that he was going and that they were going to stay there and I was like, "Why would you not just hook your camper and go?" Cuz that's No, silly. she was like, "I'm going to start the car and then I'll come right back and get him so we can go." So, anywho, well, whatever his whatever his intention is, it doesn't matter cuz he's going to get killed immediately. He's about to get killed immediately by Miriam and Fran are going to get him in the car and and smash him real good. And Harriet's like, "Where the fuck is John?" And she pops out and finds that he's been murdered. And so, yes, yeah, so the girls take Harriet back to the house, strip her naked and stab her. And why Why don't they, do they, okay, so they just kill her. Like, okay, they're dead. I was impressed because they're like, I thought Harriet and John would be your like Van Helsing's coming in to stop them and they just get killed. Right. In the sequel, I imagine Harriet comes back and she's like a powerful vampire um, because be they didn't really show her like dead, dead, dead. It's like I feel like there's still a little ambiguity because they just strip her and then like slice her and then like kind of leave her. But they don't, you know, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to a little bit later, um, a realtor and an old like supposedly American couple um, hear the story of legend about this place over at this Frankenstein place. And they want to buy this house because they are excited that there is a ghost that supposedly lives in this house. And like, oh, great. Everybody will love it at parties. So they're super into it. Especially two women that just haunt the place. Oh, delightful. It'll be so funny. We'll have, you know, a seance. It'll be like Blythe Spirit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a kind of a a strange because I don't there's so many questions I have that I'm, I, I don't like the them getting shot. What when was that? What was that? Was that? How they be, like, I don't Is that understand. Ted coming back? Is that why he was at the hotel? I like, I wasn't no sure if that clue. was a flash forward, a flash back. Who knows? Were they and, shot because they were lesbians? We'll never know. No. And they appear to be out in the daytime, which is, I'm fine but with. But also not because they go in the cellar and at, at dawn, they have to like run through the graveyard, touch their stone and then like go back into their wine cellar. Yeah, it's a it's a very but just them running through the graveyard is a very beautiful shot. But I do love that they get away for to have uh, mm-hmm. hot lesbian vampire sex another mm-hmm. day. Yeah. 
Yes. How do you get- survive vampires? Because honestly, you the don't. lure, the lure <laughs> of them is real hard to resist. And especially the outfits, because like Miriam, when she comes in to go hang out with Ted and um and uh and uh Fran, like she has that like I call it the Sunday night in France. Because you know, on Sunday mm-hmm. night in France, they basically like show porn on TV, which is just delightful because America's Amazing. weird and we ha- we're so fucked up about sex in this country. Um, like we'd rather show like people like using guns because we like to sell guns and not sex. Um, and uh, but in France, it's just like sexy and like people's outfits all just kind of like fall off. <laughs> you know, like you walk up and it's like she has one of those Sunday night French TV outfits where it's just like she just pulls one thing and she's like Ruh disrobed like single motion no yes. muts no fuss like i was just like oh shit she's naked great congratulations i need a i need a lesbian vampire supercut we should yeah. ask our friend matt who does supercuts to do a lesbian vampire supercut of just their makeout scenes because I, I would just watch that okay okay um, so yeah gore <laughs> factor like, uh-huh. i Sorry, want I got- enough blood <laughs> You got excited. I'm like drooling. (laughs) (laughs) One is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three is enough blood to go out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. This is a four and a half for gore. We get some stabbing and some accidents and some some good blood. And blood in the first 30 seconds. And it's not like that, like kind of like weird orangey 70s, but it's like legit looks like good blood. Very Mm -hmm. good job. Um, and then Chainsaws, uh, one of your desperate, two barely qualifies as a horror film, three, seen worse, seen better, four, not too shabby, five, fantastic oracle. I think you already know for me, I picked this one because it was on my little thing. It's a five for me. I don't even care that I don't know what the fuck happened with all these the story. I just want to watch it again. I also gave it a five. This is oh. what I want yes. of a lesbian vampire movie. Like you, yes. you, you've hit all the beats that I want. And the girls win at the end and they're like everything. So, yes, definitely, definitely a winner. We did it. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you liked it, Julia. <laughs> I like I said, as soon as I started watching, I was like, oh, we're going to yep. have to cover this one. Yes, um, we are. So there's more lesbian vampires to come. A uh, uh, pass of them. We're going to keep y'all coming back for more and coming again. Um, So if you want to talk to us about lesbian vampires or um, any vampires in general, I think they're all a little bit gay. I mean, because you got to suck somebody's blood. You got to be hungry for humans, I think, to be a vampire. ready to devour you can hit us up on facebook twitter instagram um you can also uh, follow us on our patreon uh we'll, we'll probably talk a little bit about lesbian vampires i think that that'll probably be a little bonus coming up soon mm-hmm. um a little deep dive into that and why we love the genre um and as well as get some merch on our teespring store we appreciate you so much um yeah we'll see you again real soon yes i want to suck your blood cool thank you for listening Horror Movie Survival Guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble, Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Ryan. Hey, that's me. If you would like to support the show, find us on patreon.com slash horrormoviesurvivalguide.